0: with me for a spell, back to when the wild things, they were not for sale, and what was sacred had not yet been forgotten. before our minds became clouded and filled with rot, there was one, at least one in each and every clan. Hi, everybody. I am Lady Stars and Fire. You are listening to Otherland Dreams, and I'm here with Hill Hippie. How you doing, darling?
1: I'm doing wonderful. How are you?
0: I'm all right. You know what? Right before we got here, or I got here, I stopped at the store to buy some drinks and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was told that my bells was the greatest thing ever. 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 She was like... Ever. She was like, they're the greatest thing ever. I was like, dude, I love you. I'm sorry. That's cute. I usually get people questioning me about my bells.
1: And I'm glad that that brought your vibration to a higher level.
0: It did. At the
1: same time, I would wish to meet this person (laughs) and ask them if the hearing of somebody with bells is greater than breath.
0: See why well, you gotta take all my fun away? I was enjoying it. You gotta compare it to breathing. <laughs>
1: well, to her verbiage of the greatest thing ever.
0: I know, but can't, 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 can't. You just let me have that. <laughs> I'm like, ever, yes, I get it.
1: Your what your bells are, and what she should have said is, your bells are the greatest thing that I don't require for myself to sustain life.
0: You know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> it made me happy. I don't and care. And I'm glad it brought you
1: to a higher <laughs> vibration, and that is awesome. And that is awesome. I'm. <laughs> this woman needs more gratitude in her life.
0: Yes, she does. That's what this week is about. We're going to be speaking about mm-hmm. gratitude. We're going to be speaking about being thankful, and and everything as what what you should be more often, point blank. Not just be because this is the week of Thanksgiving. Now. That's why I also brought it up, because it is the week of Thanksgiving, and then I also wanted to go into Buffalo, Spirit Guide, Medicine, and Totem, and all of that, and if I don't have enough time for us to go all into Buffalo during the show, I wish to say right up front that, you know, I mean no disrespect, but I got a lot of things to talk about on the show.
1: We already have plans for as Spirit Guides and giving them each their own episode, and well, a to days. a certain extent. Each their own episode. I I can't say we're going to go to in each and every animal or each and every iteration of the animal because let's face it, uh, white bear has a different iteration than brown, uh, different meaning than brown bear. Right. I
0: mean, there's many reasons to put animals out. I mean, sometimes you can put them with the moon, with the sun.
1: Right. The concept. What I'm getting to is, we're going to touch on it. We will get to a full honoring and in-depth conversation on what different spiritual animals are, just not in this particular episode.
0: Right, so I'm saying right up front, I mean no disrespect if I leave some really important stuff out, if we don't get that far. But with that being said, like I said, this week we're going to be talking about being grateful, having gratitude, being thankful, and the fact that I want to tell everybody Happy Thanksgiving
1: Happy Thanksgiving!
0: With that saying, I hate Thanksgiving. (laughs) Let me explain. I don't like Thanksgiving as a holiday.
1: You hate giving gratitude? No.
0: No. Hear me out. I don't like Thanksgiving as a holiday because I don't like being told when and where and how I need to be thankful.
1: But you're not.
0: But that's the way I feel about the holiday. I feel the holiday is is it it's taken its own form this is why i also picked like rituals for this different rituals and different ideas of how to express your gratitude for this show because i don't like the idea of the way some people view thanksgiving is is just like you need to follow these rules It's like we get together on Thanksgiving, we have dinner, we visit the family, and we all cook, and we watch football. I don't like, I mean, that's what I've always seen for me personally, and I don't like that. I can give gratitude all year long. I don't have to have a day that's going to tell me how to do it.
1: They're not telling you how to do it.
0: That's just me. Like you said, you you, you called me before, what what did did you call me? Salmon. I fight the current. Yeah. Well, that's me fighting the current, I guess. I've always been that way
1: unfortunately, in this case, you're a salmon that's creating its own current to fight against.
0: I'm I'm thankful. I just don't like being told that it has to be done a specific way.
1: It doesn't have to be done a specific way. You are allowing
0: society,
1: the, cult, society, the cultural norm, to dictate your thinking on what is supposed to happen.
0: That's why I wanted to bring that up first, because... Like I said, I I think that we should I mean, the way I guess way of putting it is is there's like you said, the cultural norm. And so many people are like, you know, you gotta get together with your family, you gotta do this, you gotta do that as Thanksgiving. And it becomes more like a chore than something that you're actually thankful for.
1: Okay. I'm gonna throw a hypothetical out there. Uh-huh. Step outside yourself. You're alone. Completely alone. No family. No friends. You're a recluse. You don't want to be around anybody. Thanksgiving comes. You're not going to go out to family's house. You don't like football. You're not going to watch football. Does that mean you're paying any less homage to the holiday if you decide to cook yourself A hot ham and cheese. And just sit back and be grateful. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I'm happy. I'm happy that I can have this. Because let's face it. Society. Most people aren't giving enough gratitude and thanks in their daily lives. But for those who don't. You've got this one day to remind them to be grateful. And there you are. You've got no family. You've got no friends. Because you're a recluse you've made yourself this hot ham and cheese there's football all over tv you don't watch you don't want to watch football so you either if you're a person who watches tv you find something on tv to watch if you're a person who likes to read you read if you're a person who likes to make clay pots you make clay pots you find a way to engage yourself and in something you enjoy 100%. in that day you're no less thankful society's not telling you what to do it's our choices if we want to engage in what the society uh, in what the cultural norm is.
0: No, and I agree exactly with what you're saying.
1: So by, you're saying that you hate Thanksgiving because of being told what to do, is you, you're allowing yourself to be told what to okay, do. Okay, you're right. I, yeah, I come from a family that, uh, <clears throat> let's face it, we come from West Virginia. We're a bunch of hillbillies. <laughs> and when I say hillbillies, I could probably say we're upper-class hillbillies. You know, my dad was a... Uh, Hospital administrator. My mom was...
0: Hill Williams. What? What? (laughs) Upper class hillbillies. Hill Williams.
1: You know, it's really hard for the listener to understand what you're saying if you're not speaking into the microphone.
0: Because you're over there. (laughs) That's why I was yelling it.
1: It doesn't count. (laughs) I said Hill Williams. Okay, where... Williams? Yes, instead of the nickname Billy, William. So, oh, okay. It's the classier version of a hillbilly. It's Sorry a hill William. A uh, okay, yes, yes, yes. Hill Williams. I I like that. I'm gonna roll with it. It's a, it's a classy hillbilly. I can you dig know, it. I can dig it. I can dig it. Got He's all proud of himself, like, yeah, I did good. <laughs> I like how you pantomimed, even though the listeners can't see. You pantomimed the, exactly how E.K. <laughs> does I was his doing it to you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This shoulder bob up and down, left and right. That was perfect. And fuck you both, because you completely blew me off of my uh, train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, classy hillbillies. That's
0: what you're talking about. Hill Williams.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yep.
0: I have a feeling we just got to fuck you.
1: <laughs> Not yet. You're about to. Uh, God damn it. I completely lost that train of thought. Even with that reference, I can't come back to
0: it. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I was waiting to make sure that you weren't coming up with something yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden... uh,
1: No, you're fine.
0: <laughs> okay. Anyway, so since he's lost his train of thought, unless he gets it back... Um I mean, uh, I'm thankful.
1: Oh, simple. got it. I got okay. it. I got it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, non-standard cultural practices. My family are hillbillies, or Hill Williams, as EK has interrated into the conversation. <laughs> so, you know, my brother very much loves football. My dad, he enjoys football. Both of them, they'll watch... Any college football game, any pro football game to a certain extent that they can see. So, you know, there's football that's going to be involved. Uh-huh. Here I am. I'm going to go over there into this environment because I love my family. I may not get along with my family. They are, my brother is an atheist. My parents are just standard uh, Christians. As standard as a... Probably a poor choice of words there. My father is a Southern Baptist. My mother is a Pentecostal. And here I am, a no-religion-faith-based, I believe in a higher power, I just can't put a name on it, shamanic practitioner. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing to really spread Thanksgiving cheer? I'm bringing a true Native American dish to Thanksgiving. Versus the standard culturally appropriate dishes. And Don't get me wrong. I love my canned uh, cranberry sauce. That jelly that comes out and you open the can <laughs> and it comes out and you plop it on there and it stands right up on its own. <laughs> it, it just looks as hot. Here I am. I'm bad for you. Know I'm bad for you know they made all that stuff like 47 years ago and they just haven't run out yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make it any less delicious. Agreed. Mister, I bought you a container of ice or gelato and it didn't even, uh, I didn't even have 24 hours to eat it.
0: (laughs) He's got a chocolate
1: problem. I have a problem. (laughs) I don't have any excuses. I just have a problem. (laughs) Here's my problem I don't want to upset my family, but at the same time, I can't conform. So I have to just iterate tiny little bits and pieces. Like, "Eh, here you go. Just. Try something new. Try something different. Think of it a slightly different way. Oh, you still don't get it? Okay, that's what. Okay, mom and dad, we'll talk again, and we'll talk again in a couple of weeks when I call you. Oh, oh, it's nothing bad. I I love it. I absolutely love it because there for a while it was all about mom and dad trying to turn me into a Christian. It ain't happening. And I'm thankful that I still have mom and dad around to play these. And I hate using the word games with. Mm -hmm. but just to bounce ideas off of because i'm not going to say that i know 100 percent christianity is wrong because i don't
0: yeah i Mm -hmm. leave that out there for everybody i'm like you got to choose what you think's best for you
1: exactly and so by the them throwing ideas at me and me either okay you got a really good point or okay no i've got a point here that's going to work or me with bringing this Native American dish is just, okay, we're doing this holiday, This is about the English immigrants that came over on the first year meeting with the Native Americans and sitting down to a meal, which the premise of that in that short of time span is blows my mind. I, com- I believe it's completely inaccurate because mm. I think it would have taken a couple of years before. The indigenous people and the new colonists could have learned each other's languages and developed this mutual trust for each other to uh-huh, actually right, sit I'm down right. and eat food. I, I think that the whole myth- the, uh, mythology of the story of Thanksgiving is I condensed, a little, yeah. condensed a little bit. But, you know, I like the premise of it. it. So, therefore, I'm going to be the Native Americans here and I'm going to Rise bend above. to the will of those that I have to placate to just because, you know what, I'm going to extend the olive branch. And that, to me, is what Thanksgiving is truly about. Even though you're going to this your family reunion or this family gathering, and you don't want to go because, you know, Uncle Bob's going to be drunk. <laughs> Aunt Carol ain't been laid in five years. <laughs> And both of them are talking about the problems. There's football on five of the t- <laughs> uh, five of the four screens in the house. And yes, I said that correctly. Five of the four screens because there's always that fifth screen of them talking about the game in another room. Mm-hmm.
0: I get it. I mean, like I said, I mean, maybe it's because I'm overworked at this time of year where I happen to work. And because I work in retail. So by the time I finally get to the holiday, I'm like, oh, just leave me alone. I'd rather just enjoy my day. I want to enjoy the day. I don't want to work.
1: Now you truly understand, or maybe you've really did, I've understood before, but not just from a work aspect, but from Thanksgiving through the new year. That's what I like to call the holidays. H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. Mm-hmm. Because it's a daze. Because it's literally a sprint marathon. A sprint marathon, yes. I'm using that term correctly. You're sprinting, but it's not a short sprint. You're sprinting through the oh, entire I marathon. Really,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I mean, see, for me, it all happens right up until Thanksgiving. And then it slows down. So I'm at those last few days where I'm just like, yeah. Where we work.
1: Oh, thanks, just at, at, at your I job. Work, yeah, okay. at, where
0: At my work, it's. It's up until Thanksgiving Day, and then it slows down a little bit. It's still busy, but it's not anywhere near as bad as it is this week. And so it's always been that way for the longest time. By By the time I get to Thanksgiving, I'm more thankful to be left alone, you know, and and, and just enjoy a day off. I don't want to go and have to feel like I've got to do these other things. But with all that being said, that's part of why I made the show for what I did this week, you know, with different rituals and... um. Ideas of how to spread your own personal thanks and gratitude, not just for Thanksgiving, but in general. Maybe it's just rituals you want to take whatever you want, you know, or situations and how to bring it into your life. But before I do that, uh, I do want to bring up the Global Healing Messages, Global Healing Messages. If I can learn to talk, I swear to God, Um, the global healing event that I put out, um, I started it about three years ago, and we've been doing it, Spirit has me doing it on the 22nd of every month, which I find fascinating because... On the 22nd of every month, there is always something going on, whether it's a full moon, a new moon, some kind of event. Uh, Something is always happening spiritually, and they had me set it for the 22nd of every month. Um, And basically, I call the global healing event Nobody Suffers Alone Anymore. The objective here is dissolving all earthly illnesses and diseases, human, wildlife, animals, natural natural nature earth itself um and it's in celebration of the dead of understanding you know those who have gone before us so please if you're interested it's just like a global healing meditation and it takes place all day and even though You don't like to put it that way. It does work with angel numbers is the way I put it. It works with the numerology. So please check out the website, my website, ladystarsandfire.com, and look for the global healing event. And please take place during that day and help out with any kind of healing that you can send on Thanksgiving Day because that is the 22nd. Okay, with that being said, I was digging up some, some forms of rituals and so forth to help us move forward you know with our way of expressing gratitude and one of the first ones that i want to come up on is um one of the very first ones i want to come up on is um something the hill hippie does all the time whenever we are out in public and uh, not in public more or less whenever we're out in the woods and we're you know looking for his mushrooms and so forth Whenever he wants to give thanks and sh- show gratitude, he expresses it through tobacco. You want to talk about that?
1: That is a mul- uh, how do I put this a multifaceted thing that I do. It's a it gives uh, res- uh, respect to the spirits. Let's face it, animism. All things have spirit, at least in my personal view of the universe. But at the same time, it's also giving back to Mother Earth. To Gaia, Pachamama, however you want to Mm -hmm. phrase it. If I'm going to take, I should give back. Otherwise, it's selfish. Yep, I understand. You know, if I'm taking just a small collection of mushrooms, okay, and you've seen me, whenever I do this, I leave more than I take. Mm -hmm. That way there's propagation of the species. On those aspects, I tend either not to or... Just smoke a little bit of a cigarette and pop it off. But when I come to a large bounty, I will take an entire cigarette, rip the filter off, tear the paper open, dig a hole in the ground, pour all that tobacco in because I want that nutrition to be returned back to the earth. Let's face it, I'm not a geologist, I'm not a botanist, I'm not even a mycologist. I'm an amateur mycologist, (laughs) but the accurate term for me would be a mycophangist.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: Myco, mushroom, Okay. eater. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Eater of mushrooms. I get it. A mycophangist. So, by I'm taking food for myself, I'm giving food back to the environment that I'm taking it from. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's just responsible living. That's being responsible to the earth. That's thank you for giving me this, which is going to sustain my body. Allow me to give back to you in gratitude, something that will help you sustain yourself and continue this bounty that either myself or others will enjoy in the future.
0: No, I I completely agree. I was just wanted to hear what you had to say about it. But I am curious, where did you pick it up from?
1: It's actually a Native American. I tradition. know it is,
0: but I was curious where you picked it up from. I didn't know if you just picked it up how. I was curious.
1: Honestly, it's a. Uh, that was. I picked it up in 2010. I was looking into ways of. And this is before my personal awakening. And I was, again, being drawn towards the spiritual. at the same time, as much as I was against the rat race, still trying to live within the rat race. And, okay, what if I started making rune sets? Making them from branches of oak trees, or birch trees, or beech trees, or buckeye trees, or maple trees, and this, that, and the other. So I started doing research into it. Because, okay, there's the, excuse me, the runic alphabet. Which is one thing. There's Cutting them into uniform sections, that's easy. Anybody can do that. As long as you've got tools and half a brain. But I want to know what went into... Okay, I can carve discs out of a branch... And put little runes on them. That doesn't mean they're going to have any power or do anything for anybody. So I was doing deep research into this. Let's face it, that's what I do. I'm, yeah. I, I'm kind of a... Well, as,
0: um, runes, if you don't get them exactly right, they're going to not work perfect, perfect. Right.
1: Period. Right. Uh, that And that's just who I am. I research everything. That's. Uh, yeah, that's uh, who you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, we love you for being who you are.
1: Yeah, I'm a little anal that way. No, there's and nothing wrong with that. It was one of these, uh, it was either the New Age Druids, which doesn't sound right, or one of the Wiccan sites that I'd visited that said whenever you take a branch from a tree, you should give a gift of tobacco back at the roots for the wound that you're imparting on this tree. hmm and I thought that was a really cool idea mm-hmm. at the time, you know, I, because of, let's face it, I hadn't awakened. At that point in time, when I was an, I was an agnostic. Mm-hmm. A God could exist or a God could not exist. I'm waiting one way or the other for a sign. Right. And I thought, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. Here I am. You know, if I'm at work and somebody makes a mistake and... Did
0: it make sense or did it touch your heart?
1: I'm talking. I was asking. I'm getting there.
0: Okay, I'll shut right up.
1: And if I'm at work, and somebody makes a mistake, and I get injured. And it's, you know, let's face it. If, for making rune sets, you're not making a major injury on the tree. You're just making a minor injury on the tree. Uh, so let's say somebody makes a mistake, and I get a cut on my arm. All right? How if this person says, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I feel so bad. Let me help you get a Band-Aid or some bandages, depending on the length and depth of the cut. I feel a lot better versus if somebody does that and just walks off. Eh, okay. Okay. It happened to you. That made sense to me. Then the more I thought about it, it was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this planet sustains us. Why should I not sustain it? We and that's really when the concept of we are—I mean—you know, you always hear that we are stewards of our own planet, but that's when it started sinking in for me personally. Mm-hmm. Started yeah. creeping into the so, soul. Th- Like as you were asking, did it hit me just on the the neurological level and the mental level, or did it hit me in my heart? It hit one, then the other. It took a certain process for me personally, as of just of who I just because of who I am.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right. Each one of us are our own. It just, it had to go through its own special channel of getting it to your heart, I guess. Exactly. But, um, yeah, well, I started off with that one because I was curious, and I've seen you do that numerous times because from time to time, I will leave, you know, crystals or I flat out ask. I ask the plant or I ask whatever it is if I may take it or not, and sometimes the answer is no, and you just have to know how to understand what you're talking to, more or less. But um, one of the things for gratitude is called tobacco ties. It's a, a tobacco offering, which is taught in the Native American religion or philosophy the, the, the way they, they are. Theology. Thank you. I couldn't seem to get that out. It is taught to the people from early childhood to always be respectful and to always show gratitude to the creator to the spirit to the animal and to the tree to the spirit of the rock to the spirit of the sacred basically it is being shown to have gratitude for everything that is part of creation and make sure that you give the tobacco when you are showing that gratitude now see for me tobacco is not going to work and I understand the idea but I also it won't work for me because I don't have any love for tobacco. I have to give something I love in order to respect it. Because to me, smoke, I smoke.
1: Yeah, you smoke.
0: I smoke. But to me, I smoke and it's it's another bad habit. So in my mind, I'm giving something to Earth that is coming from my bad habit.
1: But, number one, it's something that comes from Earth. Something that Earth can enjoy. And number two, it takes your time and your energy for you to make the money that it requires to buy those cigarettes so by giving up the tobacco you're not only giving up something that you use but you're giving up your time that is in and of itself is a very grateful offering
0: I get it I just feel from my heart and soul that I should give something that I love not something that I actually look at like looking down at while I still do, you get what I'm saying.
1: I get it. I may not completely agree with it, but I dig it. So that just—I wouldn't say it wouldn't work for you. It's just not something you want to use as well, a, a, used as an offering. It would still be an acceptable offering to Gaia or mm-hmm. Panja Mama or Mother Earth, however you want to refer to it. It's just not one that you that connects with you,
0: right? I can, and, and that's why I brought that up because what works so wonderfully for you is not something that's going to work for me.
1: Right. And and the reason why I drew more attention to this because the way you phrased it was okay, here's what you did, but it doesn't work for me. And it was very, I don't want to say condescending, but it was like. I didn't mean for it. To it say was it. almost as if, and I'm, believe me, I didn't take it offensively in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I it didn't was It was one of those things that it could be if heard the wrong way is like okay this is what this guy does but this it doesn't work for me so and here's what I do and kind of takes away from what I was getting at yeah, I understand. both of them are very valid it just depends on what works for you as an individual
0: exactly and that, that was my point because you know like I said for him that's a sacred event for him that's something that's very powerful it's a sacred event it's showing gratitude he's being thankful for it and and that's a beautiful thing however like i said coming from the way my mind works and the way i happen to see it and that wouldn't be as sacred for me so i have to do it with something else that's more sacred that's why i leave you know like i've said i've i've left crystals before or something i mean or i get permission itself from the uh plant or you know whatever the situation may be and and, because he's heard me say it a million times sometimes the way I view it is is sometimes you want to look at something that you think is beautiful, you'll pick it up. Like I might love a rock. I may find this rock and I just love this rock. But it's not mine to take. And it's more respectful to put it back. So sometimes you gotta decide where that gratitude is working for you inside of your soul, is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another idea is making thankful candles. Now, a lot of people will use just white candles because they're thinking of the divine energy, you know, and wanting to use a white candle with maybe, you know, a little bit of incense or uh, oils even sprinkled on the candle. However, one of the rituals I found is a gold candle. Um, with, uh wait a minute, a gold candle and two white candles, you can use frankincense and And you can put frankincense oil on the candles and then, you know, light them and express your gratitude in general. So, I mean, there are different ways of doing it. Like I said, I just wanted to give out options for people to use. One is setting an altar. You can set up your own gratitude altar and express your, you know, gratitude, your thanks for everything, however it is that you feel soulfully is best for you. I mean... It may be something that's more private that you need to express, you know. And I still have a problem to this day. A a perfect example, and, and it has really nothing to do with gratitude. But, I mean, different people express things differently. We were out the other day, and my medium energy picked up. And I knew that there was a message I could have given to somebody, but I didn't. Because as I was talking to Spirit, I was like... I'm still uncomfortable in certain areas. I mean, certain areas, I have no problem walking up to people and and just putting out whatever it is that Spirit has to say because they're asking me to help them. And in that case, I want to help them. So when I can, I will go up to people. However, if I don't feel I'm getting enough information from Spirit to actually go up and just maybe plow this person down with you know, you don't know me, and here I am going to be talking about someone who you've loved, who's passed over, who's crossed over, you know, and and they're speaking to me, you know, and and I don't, I feel like I'm not giving any guidance, any real information that I can give, you know, and, and that's me with passing judgment when maybe I shouldn't, but that's me being uncomfortable. If I'm not comfortable with, who I am and where I am, then I can't express the proper gratitude. You have to get deep within yourself sometimes in order to do so. And this is what I'm st- stating when we speak of an altar. I mean, an altar sometimes is something that you do alone. You do it more sacredly alone in your own space, and create, you know, it like so, so that you can give that thing, express that gratitude to spirit, to the divine, to earth. However, it is you want. Maybe it's inside. Maybe it's outdoors. You know, would you need to pick how you would want your altar and set it up to what works for you soulfully and then do exactly what you do at the altar. Um, the next one is sometimes we're a little too busy for rituals. I mean, we can't really get into the whole long, drawn-out event. So some people will do, like, what you hear often with, um, with like, full moon releases where they will... Uh, find a place that where it's safe to burn you know like 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 they will put together you know write down everything that they want to release everything that they're surrendering surrendering and they're letting go of and they'll find a proper place that is safe to burn all of that information and they're releasing it to you know the divine to the universe to spirit to god however whatever it is you see and they will do this at full moon rituals a lot
1: mm-hmm. however
0: this is the same, yet different. I mean, it's the same idea. It's you're expressing that grateful energy and you're releasing it, but you're also writing what you're grateful for, what you're thankful for, and you burn it and release it. So, therefore, you're setting it into the energy of the universe as well. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you don't have as much time or you're just not that deep yet to really want to go into a deeper process. Um and then, point blank, I mean, we just have to express. We have to learn how to be thankful more and more every day. That's what the global, like, why, why I've been doing the global healing messages with spirit for like the last three years, because it's always on the twenty second of every month. However, what I'm being told more from spirit is, is yeah, it's we do it on the twenty second of every month. Try to bring out healing and thanks and and, and all that positive energy. But the idea is we, we use it as once a month because we're still too too much of too, we're still too much of children in honesty to realize that we're supposed to be doing that every day anyway. Mm-hmm. And so when we focus on it, like you were saying, you know, with Thanksgiving, a specific day, you know, and we we use Thanksgiving as a specific day that we we use this. It's the same idea as the global healing, global healing, uh, event that is on the twenty-second. It's the same idea. It's maybe we're not ready. We're not mature enough to really understand and vibrate high enough to truthfully be grateful.
1: And at the same time, there is <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so. Uh, so I apologize for that. There is the same concept of you know at Christmas time it gets a lot more play and. Take a look at Charles Dickens' A Christmas Story as a perfect example. There's a line in that where they say you must remember Christmas and keep it in your heart throughout the entire year. Mm -hmm. Same thing for Thanksgiving. You should keep the concept of Thanksgiving in your heart throughout the entire year and give of yourself and give that gratitude not only to those that you love and those that are around you but to everything that you do have and everything that you're capable to do to help others Exactly. and you make those things become have. actions. Hmm? And that's where the difference is. And that's why I think that Thanksgiving is an important holiday because those who don't think on that level yet, at least once a year, they are, they are doing it.
0: I get it. I understand. I can respect that. Like I said, maybe it's just on my specific case. I just look at it on a more bigger thing, and it's I don't a chore to you. It. Yes. Okay. Anyway, other ideas to help you incorporate how to be how be more grateful, to have be more thankful, express more gratitude is you know to write a journal for the day every day. You know, during the day, at some point, write you know something that you're grateful for, and help you start to realize what you do see every day to be thankful for so that you can help express it and find it within yourself. Another is living in the moment. Be mindful of the moment and thankful of what it is you have to experience at the moment. Another is never compare yourself to others. When you start comparing yourself to others, you're just taking away from everything that you feel you could be grateful for because you're putting yourself in the idea of what is not true anyway. Right. Then it's, you know, when you incorporate learning how to speak more positively, it also helps. I mean... I, I, I've, you've heard me on my, the weekly healing messages when I do the videos each week I don't know how many times a day I gotta tell myself to shut up and I'm not being negative by telling myself to shut up it's because I'm telling the negative in my head to shut up we're gonna turn this around and we're not gonna do this anymore we're gonna be positive point blank and then you want to ask others to join in how you express your gratitude
1: right and uh, to touch on another point there's a beautiful line from a song by a band that's very near and dear to my heart, a band called Dream Theater. Those of y'all who know me know how how great I hold this band in my esteem. Mm -hmm. And anybody who doesn't, check them out. Their music is pretty technical, pretty intense. It may not be your cup of tea, but their messages is where the real bread and butter comes in. Their messages are very, very, very spiritual and very soulful. And there's a line in this one song called, This is the Life. And it touches right on what Lady Stars and Fire was mentioning. And it says, have you ever wished that you were someone else and traded places in your mind? It's only a waste of your time.
0: Yeah, it really is. And that's, it's catchy, but it's, I like them. They're deep. Because they, every time you play them, I'm like, huh? I mean, I'm floored with something that I that I, I get from them each time. I, and that reminds me, there's a song too that you have to play for me, because you said it last week. I think I'll go back and talk to you about it. Uh,
1: yeah, it's off-air topic. Yeah.
0: Um. No, just because you were talking about Dream Theater, so it made me think of it.
1: Fair enough. Um.
0: Okay. And another thing is, is you know, maybe maybe some of you need to pick better people. To be around. I mean, and what I, I mean by that is, is their negativity. If they're very negative, maybe you want to find, you know, more people that are a little bit more grateful, a little bit more thankful. It will help you bring that into your life more. Right. And also, just volunteering is a way of also expressing your gratitude. Absolutely. And another thing is, is, and this would be for more for kids. And I say kids, but not necessarily. Because, like, I, I, I mean... I don't make a shit ton of money, but my point is is I have money. I can go buy pretty much the stuff I want. But I prefer to make stuff and give it to people. I mean, sometimes it... it it's, it's, I, I look at it this way. Like when, when you're a child and you it, it's the holiday or something, and the child gets the idea, the aspect of wanting to give something, especially when it's like Christmas time and the child wants to go out and give something, and the child doesn't have money and the child doesn't go buy anything, you'll notice that they'll go pick something that they love, that's dear to them, and they'll give it away. And sometimes adults don't really pick up on how important that is. So I mean, if you can spend time making things of your heart and soul and give to people, that is part of showing your gratitude and your love and your respect for other people. But you're also teaching children how to do so. Yeah, I mean, and I think that that's a very important thing. I mean, you can do gratitude stones. You can there's so many different products projects you can come up with. There's even you know gratitude scavenger hunts you can design. You know to help you go out and find things. To come back, hey, I'm looking up something. There's different things you can come up with within your family to help you come up with ways of expressing your thanks.
1: Follow your heart. That's the best thing you can do. Yes. Follow your heart.
0: Okay. Now, with that being said, I'm trying to get over here, because we actually are running kind of out of time. But- yeah,
1: Buffalo is n- I don't think Buffalo is going to get touched on at all. I think it's time for the... Uh- The weekly astrology. Instead of just giving the buffalo three minutes. Yeah, exactly. It's no. It's it's kind of sad. Go straight into the astrology.
0: Because, but the whole point is, is the reason we chose buffalo is because one of its biggest things is teaching you about gratefulness, exactly, gratitude, and how sacred everything is.
1: Exactly. Whenever that was
0: the idea behind using. Got it.
1: I mean, whenever one of the, the original five hundred nations would take a buffalo, now mind you, not all of them had that option. Mostly the ones in the Great Plains and the uh, more towards the west, towards the Rockies, whenever they t- would take a buffalo, it was a very sacred time for the tribe. It was one, two, three buffalo? You know, even just the one provided meat, provided clothing. It provided a lot tools. Mm-hmm. It was
0: every single part of it was. Not wasted.
1: Exactly. And so, you know, they gave. It was I, I don't want to keep using the word gratitude over and over and over and again and sounding like a broken record. And I can't think of a good synonym for uh, gratitude off the top of my head. But they would give thanks. It was a Thanksgiving each and every time. Yes. So, with that spirit in mind, dear listeners, this is what I would like to impart on you. To carry the concept and mindful livingness of Thanksgiving on throughout your daily life, every time you go out to the grocery store, yes, it's a mundane task. Nobody enjoys it. Look at it this way. You've done your hunt at your job. Your arrow is flown and you've got your paycheck and that paycheck hitting your hands is landing into the heart of the buffalo as you walk into that grocery store to provide the food for yourself and your family uh-huh. make sure that every cent of, that you've gotten in that paycheck of that arrow finding the heart of that buffalo is spent wisely and making sure that your family is taken care of properly that is the best way i can describe it, to you off the loud. top of my head Of showing gratitude because then your mundane job, which you may or may not like, which you may actually hate, means something. You know what? I toiled through this. I went through the muck, barefoot through the plains and the tall grass, cutting my legs as I stalked. And I was waiting for this day to come. And finally, the arrow has flown and it's found its heart. And I've got food for my family it's worth it. Yes. That's Gratefulness. I, I can't come up with a better way to describe thankfulness than that right there. Find a way to make your mundane task that you may or may not like or you might just fucking hate. Make it something you can be grateful for because you're putting food in your mouth in the mouth of your significant other, in the mouth of your child. And if you've got friends who are needing and you want to give some of that to them, then you're helping your tribe. That is the spirit of thanksgiving.
0: And that all comes down to unconditional love.
1: Exactly.
0: And that is what it's all about, getting past the generic mundane crap you have to deal with Mm -hmm. and getting to the root of what really it is all about.
1: I think I just found the heart of soulful living.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, I very much, yes, I agree. And I'm very thankful. And we will come back and do Buffalo on another day because it is way too sacred to give, like, three, four minutes to. And Mm-hmm. disrespect okay and with that being said as we jump into the astrology this week i am gonna go back and state first off um spirit was giving me for the week point blank um don't don't numb out your feelings don't numb out your thoughts and your actions this is not a week to escape reality this is not a week to get as i want to put it in the land of the delusional. Um, and that has a lot to do with Pisces, and I will get into that in a minute, because this is kind of like authentic power versus service this week. Um, we're kind of searching for our authentic power. We're, we're, we're in, part, in part, you know, stepping on, you know, stepping forward and feeling and taking a step forward within our authentic power, yet service kind of is pulling us back, and where is the right actions here. And as we move forward, you know how everybody always says Venus and Mars are like the universal lovers. Venus and Mars would be the universal lovers. They're kind of like the idea of the energy when the lovers first get together and it's all foo-foo and they're exciting and they're all happy and excited and the energy is wonderful. But what happens when that Excitement kind of starts to dull back out. The reason I am used Venus and Mars is because this week has a lot to do with Juno and Jupiter. Juno and Jupiter are like the parents of the universe. They are what Venus and Mars inspire to be.
1: Of the universe or the solar system? Not
0: universe, the solar system, sorry. Thank you. Um, but they are what, you know, the energy of Venus and Mars aspire to be, what last basically what, what continued to get along. And they're the parents that you want to look up to because they did last, they worked through it all. Um, and this is this week, they're kind of not, I wouldn't say fighting, but they're, they're pointing out things that the other one needs to see in order to move forward and still continue to have a good relationship. So with that being said, Juno is sacrifice and commitment. She is considered the wife of Jupiter. And everything about her is about rising, you know, to the proper sacrifice and the commitment that is needed to make it move forward. Where Jupiter is the higher knowledge, the abundance and the magnet itself, you know, which is now in its home its home sign of a uh, Sagittarius, so it's in its its higher soul for soulful self, and Juno is is in opposition of it this week, asking what that uh, what that sacrifice and commitment is, what it needs to be, and Juno is in retrograde, so Juno is inwardly communicating with you more or less, and only you, not really outwardly. Now, with that being said, I'm going to take you through the rest of the week. Um, Sunday. On Sunday, uh, this, sorry, not Sunday. That's the way I wrote it. The sun moves into Sagittarius on Thanksgiving Day. So the sun is now moving in with uh, Mercury, which is in retrograde, and Jupiter, which is in its higher sign for the for your higher self. This is where I always place it. I mean, you are in the wildfire of the growth of your higher self. Mercury is in communication In Mercury retrograde, speaking only to you about what it is you ain't getting right, more or less, what it is that you aren't figuring out about yourself and your higher self and how to go about finding it. Jupiter is going to magnify that information that you're learning about, but it's pretty much only looking inwardly. It's not really looking outwardly at the world. It's only identifying what it is within you that you need to know to help you find your higher self. And like I said, Jupiter is going to bring that abundance there. It's going to bring the higher knowledge there. But now with the sun is going to illuminate it. So it's really going to bring its power into this house right now. And the very next day, you have the full moon in Gemini. Now, Gemini is what I call Jekyll and Hyde. You don't really know which side you're going to get. Gemini is what everybody else calls the twins. It's smack dab down the middle. It sees both sides of everything. But like I said... When you're, when you're dealing with going smack dab down the middle, you're going from Jekyll to Hyde. You don't know which side you're going to be dealing with with the full moon bringing out its illumination. And the sun just moved into Sagittarius, like I said. Now, you also have Neptune, which is going direct on the 24th at 8.08 p.m. however on the 25th it's going to be in a trine with the moon which is going where is the moon moon's going to be on cancer which is the universal fourth house so it's going to be dealing with your own inner karma it's going to be dealing with your own home the inner home of who and what you are okay and it's also going to be speaking with mars which is also in pisces at this time because it's going to be very close to it so you've got Neptune, which is going from retrograde to direct. So it's been communicating inwardly inwardly with you about what you need to learn to magically pull your soulfulness together and move forward. Or it's been digging into your denials, into your depths of your you know, like where you keep your skeletons in the closet and what you even try to hide from yourself. So it's been magically trying to pull out that energy and make you sift through it. Now it's going to start moving direct and actually start moving its magic outwardly again. Mars is your uh, warrior. It is your passion, your action, your aggression, your fire. It is your sexual energy, but it's also now in waters. It's in the water, so it's bringing steam to the energy. With magic... And Neptune's energy right there. This is why I said it's not a time to be in escaping reality. Because if you're escaping reality, you're in the wrong side of Neptune. It's, especially with Thanksgiving and the family, everybody getting together, you don't want to end up on the full moon with the energy finally being rising and going, what the fuck did I do, more or less? And then be held responsible for it. So, I mean, this is definitely not a time to escape your truths. You need to be able to deal with them. Now, you do have challenges this week. Again, you have a Jupiter, which is in uh, Sagittarius, that ninth house. The sun, which is moving in. And Mercury, which is in retrograde, which is what we've been talking about. But it is squaring Pisces. It is squaring Neptune. And it is squaring Mars. So it's not really agreeing with you digging into your past. And creating from the bullshit you're trying to tell yourself that you already know that ain't right don't try to walk down a road that you already know is going to take you nowhere more or less because your mars energy is just going to be steaming and it's just going to cause problems you're going to recreate magic that's not working for you you're going to recreate a whole new you know reason to to restart a cycle because you didn't learn anything. This is what I mean by, you know, it's squaring Pisces energy. It is squaring not getting past that wounded healer. It is squaring not moving forward. It's, you have the opportunity to, to actually, you know, stop yourself in your tracks. Believe in yourself. Don't, don't believe in that. You have to do what everybody else has told you. You know, in in the past, believe in yourself, and and know that you've learned something, and and that it's time to start a new cycle. But you've got to be able to overcome your own crap. You tell yourself, more or less. Um, and on the twenty third which is when we have the full moon, the moon is going to be talking to this energy, going to be making it even more going back and forth between your emotional Jekyll and Hyde. Okay, so your emotional Jekyll and Hyde might be twisting things up about what Jupiter is trying to make you understand about your higher self and how to illuminate yourself and communicate with that higher self and bring it forward. Don't let Neptune, you know, in that universal 12th house, keep you from moving forward, keep you from actually finding the healing you need. The idea is to sift deep enough in the water that you can start to move forward. Now, you also have Venus is squaring Pluto. So, in your relationships, you might find that it's a little bit uncomfortable to move forward. You might find that it's a little bit uncomfortable to move forward because it's you're, you're being asked to make the changes. Pluto soulfully is asking you to come out into the community and into those relationships and rise above your uncomfortableness and step forward and start to make the changes however it's not going to be a comfortable change during this time now you also have on the 21st Juno is going to be squaring Lilith Lilith is an Aquarius um She's, uh, best way, like I, I put it all the time. Lilith is, nobody's going to make me do a damn thing I don't want to do. And Aquarius is the rubble within anyway. Um, So you just gave Lilith the power to fight Juno on what is the proper sacrifice and commitment for your self-worth, your self-value, and your self-esteem. So the point is, is don't let yourself lie to yourself about your own self-worth, your own self-value, don't, don't, don't back down, I mean, you know what you're worth, you know what your self-esteem is, you know, you know how important you are, and, and you need to rise up and, and believe in yourself, otherwise, you might find yourself going in a different form that's not working for you. Now, um, on the 22nd, alone Thanksgiving day like I said Juno is in opposition of Sagittarius so the commitment the sacrifice is fighting your higher self is fighting your inner your inner communication with yourself your inner illumination this is not about you this is about service Juno is asking you to step up and find service within yourself. Give yourself service. And as you nurture yourself, you will also be able to nurture outwardly. But don't put it into the idea of everything is about you. Because you don't want to put yourself down. But you also don't want to put yourself above anybody either. Now, you do have positive energies this week. Saturn and Mars is... In a sextile. So the rules, the walls, the boundaries that are going with the healing are there, are, are possible. So you're you're wounded. I mean, not you're wounded. Um, Mars is your uh, your passion, your action, your aggression, your fire. And steamy waters are willing to make new changes, new rules, new walls, new boundaries, and start to move into a brand new cycle. And it is a positive thing. Pluto and Vista, which is you know, asking for the soulful change for the outer community is getting along with Neptune. So it it's asking you to take the chance and create that magic as you move forward. There are positive things, but like I said, Thanksgiving and the day after when you have, you know, that full moon and you have Thanksgiving's energy is going to fight your authentic self-power versus service. And the moon is going to amplify that energy. And it has everything to do with Chiron. The Chiron, the Chiron, Juno, and the North Node. The North Node is about your, your higher self speaking to your karmic self of what your home is so that you can move forward. The sacrifice and the commitment it needs, along with finding the keys to actually open up the door and move If you can get your past, your own self questioning, you'll be fine. I love you guys, and I want to tell you, have a happy Thanksgiving.
1: To all of our listeners out there, may your holiday be blessed. May you not involve yourself in the chaos (laughs) that is Black Friday. Enjoy your Cyber Mondays. I endorse that completely because there's not so much human stupidity involved.
0: (laughs) And please be safe if you are partying.
1: Partying, yes. Please always be safe. Be safe in everything you do, not just your partying. And if you do engage in Black Friday, may the gods, whatever gods you you believe in, watch over you. And as always, may all your journeys be safe ones.